Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley it is June 29th. Good evening and welcome to this evening's edition of The Blue Table with Mervyn Henley. Yesterday on St. Kitts and Nevis, there was a special sitting of Parliament, an emergency sitting of Parliament. And that is because the Prime Minister and his cabinet, they wanted to extend the state of emergency. Well, that took place and we will speak of one presentation that was laid out uh, yesterday, a presentation by the Honourable Akila Byron Nisbet. We'll hear this presentation after the break. And the reason why I have chosen this presentation, because I was very impressed with the minister's calm demeanor, her leadership style as the Minister of Health. And I felt that if you did not hear it, you're going to hear it tonight. If you heard it before, I believe you need to hear it again. So let's take a break. We'll hear from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and the Anchor Podcast. And uh, we'll be right back. And as promised, here is the presentation by Akila Byron Nisbet yesterday. And you'll agree with me that this was one of the better presentations at the emergency sitting of the St. Kitts and Nevis House of Assembly Parliament. Give a listen. Madam Deputy Speaker, with your leave, I rise to make my contribution on the resolution before this honorable house and to give this resolution my fullest support as I see this as a necessary tool, a necessary tool to allow us to continue our successful fight against COVID-19. Now, Madam Speaker, for the past year, we have been in a fierce battle. This battle has been against an invisible but deadly enemy. Mr. Speaker, this enemy has wreaked great havoc across the globe. It has even brought great nations to their knees. Madam Deputy Speaker, here in the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis, over the past year, we were fortunate enough 
to have been spared the ravages of this virus due to our expert handling of the crisis. Mr. Speaker, Madam Deputy Speaker, we were one of the last nations on the face of this earth to have the virus enter our shores due to our early closures of our borders last year and our strict screening and entry protocols. After the virus arrived, we were able to contain it. A reminder here, Madam Deputy Speaker, we were able to contain it with 45 cases that were on island, none of which caused an outbreak until now. Mr. Madam Deputy Speaker, the country was warned repeatedly that it was only a matter of time before we got into community clusters, eventually community spread, just as we would have seen the world over, Madam Deputy Speaker. We continually emphasize the importance of the use of the non-pharmaceutical measures, social distancing, wearing our face mask, hand sanitizing, all in an effort to decrease the spread of the virus. The country was warned about complacency and inaction in this fight as the virus is relentless in its attack. And we needed to be relentless in our efforts to contain this virus and to protect ourselves. We successfully kept the virus at bay until a vaccine arrived and we began our vaccine rollout on the 22nd of February this year. Madam Deputy Speaker, as of yesterday, June 27th, 38,499 doses were administered. We now have 68.8% of the adults who have already taken their first dose and 47.8% of our adults who are fully vaccinated. This degree of vaccine coverage is commendable as it is a known fact, Madam Deputy Speaker, that based on the scientific evidence that having a high percentage of our population vaccinated would provide significant protection to the majority of our population. Madam Deputy Speaker, the science tells us that the vaccine helps to significantly reduce the risk of transmission of the virus. It helps to prevent severe disease and hospitalization, and it is our best defense in the fight for our life if we do get infected. And so we continue 
to vaccinate. And we are about to reach a major milestone, Madam Deputy Speaker, in having 70% of our adults vaccinated. Madam Speaker, we are beginning to see a fall in the number of positive cases in our latest surge. And we continue to record recoveries, which is what we want to do. All these point to the success at what we have been doing as we continue to fight this disease. Madam Speaker, as I stand here, our contact tracers continue their efforts in identifying contacts of cases. Our testing teams continue to traverse the island, testing contacts, one bus heading west, another heading east, two stations at our JNF, all geared towards testing, 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 Madam Speaker. Through our contact tracing exercise, we are able to identify a number of positive cases that have been isolated and their contacts quarantined. Madam Speaker, it is also important to note as well that we are placing much of our efforts on caring for the positive cases and ensuring their recovery, and that cannot be lost. As such, Madam Speaker, all, all of our positive cases have been assigned a case manager who checks in on them on a daily basis. And for those persons with underlying conditions, our case managers would follow up with them two or three times per day. These case managers are a cadre of our nurses, Madam Speaker, and they are ably supported by two of our A&D physicians. Madam Deputy Speaker, as I said, our aim is to save lives, to ensure recovery for our positive cases, and as much as we possibly can to be able to keep those positive cases out of our hospitals. Madam Speaker, yes, at the hospital, we do have just over 35 ventilators. We have PPEs. We have all the necessary tools, equipment, and resources required to care for those persons who are hospitalized. 35, AG, 35 ventilators. 35 ventilators. So I would repeat that again. We have over 35 ventilators at our disposal at the hospital. We have PPEs. We have all the necessary equipment and resources to care for positive cases should they need to be hospitalized. But, Miss Madam Deputy Speaker, that's not what we want. We want to be able to avoid persons becoming severely ill. We want to avoid persons dying because of COVID-19. 
because we don't want to see people continue to suffer because of this disease. Madam Deputy Speaker, every time we identify a positive case and remove them from the general population, we avoid worsening our community spread. So don't let anybody fool you that what we are doing is not working. As a matter of fact, we were in discussions, that is the Ministry of Health, with the Pan American Health Organization. They met with us to find out how can we help? What are you doing? And when we explained to them the approach that we are taking with our community spread, they said to us, excellent work, good effort. We don't see what much we can do to help. You have it covered. Continue doing the work that you are doing. That is how you're going to decrease your numbers. That is how you're going to keep your people safe. Continue at it. That's PAHO. So it means that it's working. In a meeting with the IMF, they like to talk about the IMF. Same response. The work that you are doing is commendable. We even had a comment. We wish we had that type of work being done here in the United States. Mr. Speaker, Madam Deputy Speaker, the CMO would have informed us at the NEOC briefing just recently that we have received back the genomic sequencing that we would have sent off to CAFO. And we have identified that the variant that we are dealing with is called Lambda, which is more transmissible. Hence the reason we see this virus moving so quickly. It's because it is more transmissible. Mrs. Madam Deputy Speaker, I am happy to report that we're not just stopping there and saying we have the information that this is a variant called Lambda. This week we are meeting with some scientists who are conducting research on this particular variant to find out more information about it. How does it move? How does it operate? What should we expect? All in our efforts to see how can we help our country to get this under control. Don't let anybody fool you. This government continues to take every effort to make sure we save lives, Madam Deputy Speaker. Madam Deputy Speaker, the way the virus moves changes as we go along. What we learn about the virus changes as we go along. The virus is unpredictable and forces us to make necessary adjustments. And so that is why at one point we can say, let us try something different. Let us ask persons to have their balance Stay home as much as you can, but still give you the opportunity to go out and make a living. Let's see how we can balance it. Because now we have vaccine on board, and if we follow the science, we should be okay. But we just need your cooperation. That's why we didn't, didn't have the full lockdown in the first instance, because we were hopeful that people would continue to follow the non-pharmaceutical measures. And now that we have vaccines on board, people would be vaccinated. Our response, immediate response, in 2021 
could not be the same response in 2020 when we had less information on this virus and we did not have vaccines on board. This government understood as well that people are not in the same financial position which they were in in March of 2020 to where they are now in 2021 because of this same virus. And so we try to see what can we do to balance lives and economics. We tried. It did not work the way we hoped it would because people were just still moving around, not following the pharmaceutical measures, no matter how much we tried to preach it. And so that is why we are here today on the lockdown on the curfew, stricter curfew, stricter regulations to see how we can bring it under control. Madam Deputy Speaker, truth be told, there is no book out there written on how to deal with COVID-19. As a matter of fact, before 2019, the world knew nothing about this virus. It has been more of a learn as we go type of approach the entire world over and so we continue to rely on our experts who are continuing to be led by the science as it unfolds and continue to allow the science to determine how we continue to react respond and plan and move as it relates to this virus Madam Deputy Speaker, we are doing all we can as a government with the aim being lives first. And let's not lose sight, Madam Speaker, of the true enemy in all of this. That is that invisible enemy, Madam Speaker, the virus which have declared war on our federation. Madam Speaker, we must fight together. We need all hands on board in order to achieve this. Now, Madam Speaker, in order for us to win this war, we also need changed behavior. Once we do come out of this current lockdown, we need changed behavior. We need persons to remember the non-pharmaceutical measures and to realize that they're still very much necessary today. That means we need everyone to practice these measures to the point of making them second nature. So even if you go in your yard, even if you go on your veranda, sit on your step during a lockdown, we want you to grab that mask, to go on your veranda, to go on your step so that you can get into the habit of wearing your mask once, once we come out of the lockdown and we go back to work, socializing, or whatever it is that we choose to do. We need persons to practice proper hand hygiene. So even now while you are at home, you touched a high-touched area, you know, the door, the door handles, even the shower, the, the knobs on your showers, whatever high-touch areas you touch, even at home right now, 
we want you to wash your hands, sanitize your hands before you do anything else, touch your face or eat. That gives you the practice that you need so that it becomes second nature once we come out of this lockdown. We want you to practice your social distancing. So even if it means doing drills at home, so you're staying six feet apart from your family members, or in those areas where you have neighbors who are close enough, where you could talk to your neighbor over the fence, even if you're talking over the fence, make sure it's six feet. Make sure you have your mask on. When you're done and you go back inside, make sure you wash your hands, because that is how you become, it will become second nature to you. And that is the type of change behavior that we are seeking. Madam Deputy Speaker, we have heard it said enough today. This state of emergency which we are debating today is but a tool, a tool that will help us in our continued fight against COVID-19. It gives us the required backing in law to declare curfews and shelter in place orders when and if we need them. However, I am hopeful, Madam De Deputy Speaker, and I have faith in our people of this federation that coming out of this current two weeks lockdown, we would not have need for any further lockdowns or maybe not even curfews because we would all have a better understanding of the power we all have in our hands to end this pandemic by following the necessary non-pharmaceutical measures as well as stepping forward and accepting the pharmaceutical measures and that is vaccines. So St. Kitts and Nevis, let us all work together to fight the common enemy. That common enemy is COVID-19, and I am confident that we can beat it together. So let us accept this as it is. It's only a tool. This tool, unlike what have been said today, is not a tool that means that for the next six months we are in complete lockdown. That's false. It's a tool that allows us, should we need to, after this point in time, having to go back into curfew or having to go back into lockdown because of another outbreak, which we should not, we should not find ourselves in again. At least we have the backing of the state of emergency so that we'll be able to safely do so. It's a tool. It does not mean that you are locked down. It does not mean, I've seen persons say that it means that our borders are closed. They are not. Our borders remain open. They say that it means that we are being going to be in lockdown until December 31st. No, it does not. It's there if we need it as we continue to fight COVID-19. And so again, I'm pleading to the people of this federation, continue to follow the non-pharmaceutical measures. Continue to go out and get vaccinated. I want to commend at this time the work of everyone involved in the efforts to keep us safe. Our contact tracers, 
our testers, the persons working in our labs, everybody who have a hand in keeping us safe, our A&E &E doctors, our DMOs, working in overdrive right now in an effort to keep us all safe. Let us do our part as citizens to give them the break that they need, they so desperately need right now by getting or act together individually and doing what we need to in order for us to be able to rid ourselves of the current crisis and the current um, outbreak. And so, Madam Deputy Speaker, with those few words, I wish to commend this resolution for safe passage to this Honourable House. May it please you, Madam Deputy Speaker. That was the Honourable Akila Byron Nisbet. Tell you what, before I give my closing remarks and my thoughts on her presentation, let's hear from Carl and Sons Bakery on St. Martin and affluent homes on Nevis. We'll be right back. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let affluent homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121. Affluent Homes Limited. I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl & Sons Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl & Sons, the right choice since 1982. Mervyn Hanley will Marvin Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice to your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Marvin Hanley Okay, so that presentation, you have to agree with me It was one of the best yesterday If you're from St. Kitts and Nevis Or if you heard the presentation uh, tonight and now, I am sure it's not an easy task being the Minister of Health in any country at this time. And in particular, St. Kitts and Nevis, especially St. Kitts. On St. Kitts, there is a 24-hour lockdown. And on Nevis, there is a curfew. And I know that her job has to be very challenging, extra long hours. But guess what? This is what she signed up for. She ran that she can represent her people, not only in her constituency, but the people of St. Kitts and Nevis. And yesterday in the House of Assembly... The Honorable Minister, she showed that she's more than capable to handle uh, this job. And so her presentation in Parliament, she made it look so easy as if her job is such an easy one. And that is where you know that leadership matters. She was so calm. She was cool. She was caring. She was full of substance. And that is what we want from leaders. That is what we want from our representatives. No, rah, 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 rah. So I am very proud of Akila Byron Nisbet, 
of her presentation yesterday because she gave the citizens of St. Kitts and Nevis hope. She gave him the assurance that there is light at the end of the tunnel and that's if she has anything to do with it. And she will have something to do with it because she is the Minister of Health for St. Kitts and Nevis. So good going there for the Honorable Akila Byron Nisbet. We salute you. And there you had it, ladies and gentlemen, our show for this evening. Do join us again tomorrow evening for a similar presentation of The Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley. Continue to stay safe and have a good night. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice through your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley.